What are you doing right now in real estate? Like right now? Right this second, I am trying to turn in one turn one of my flips into a midterm rental. Okay. The flip gone wrong. So just oh, FYI shit. for everybody beginning, like it ain't all, you know, roses and whatever they sunshine. say. Sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> sunshine and roses. Yeah. Uh, but there are instances, especially we were just talking outside to another investor who had lost like hundreds of thousands of dollars last year because yep. of the market turning. And mm -hmm. that's just, it is what it is. But when you have a lot of projects going on, you're able to absorb that loss and, you know, come out on top. So I think that's one of the things that I'm learning is that even though for me taking on more deals and doing you know, deals in different freaking states and, mm -hmm. you know, different types of deals, single family, multifamily and luxury space, you know, middle space. I, I like to do, I like to change it up. So, mm -hmm. and depending on the partnership and then the amount that we could potentially make and how conservative they are, I like to work with people who are the boots on the ground yeah. and then I figure out the money situation. So that's what I've always been good at. And that's why I started pivoting into commercial real estate and mm -hmm raising money for these bigger apartment deals. Got it. So, okay, so you have that flip mm -hmm. gone wrong. What other deals do you have right now? So I have uh, two flips in Hawaii, um, or three, one new build project. So we bought a piece of land and me and my partner are gonna develop uh, a new home. I have a home that's currently listed and then one that is in the demo permits on Maui just got approved. So that's in yeah. Hawaii. I also have one in Boulder, Colorado, which is a luxury flip that I'm doing with another wealthy investing student. <laughs> so <laughs> random. What the hell? Michael Sue. So uh, I think oh. a lot of people approach me with these bigger types of projects or like mm -hmm. uh, when I had lent on somebody else's project, it was a project that people were scared of. And mm -hmm. so for me, not scared of like the million dollar price point because in Hawaii, yeah. the medium home price is 1.2 million. So yeah. That's like a three bedroom home. Exactly. So I think people approach me when they kind of are looking for somebody who can understand that yeah. and like take a little bit of a risk with them. Okay. So you got the midterm, you got the flips. What else do you have going <laughs> on? Because I know there's more. <laughs> well, we are renovating one. Of, I have a five unit in Fort Wayne, Indiana that uh -huh. we're renovating. Um, and then we're going to build another unit on there as well. Turn the garage into another unit. Mm -hmm. And it's right near this electric works place. So how that happened was I was at Bigger Pockets conference at the end of last year. I was talking to people, letting them know my tax guy was like, look, you got to buy, you know, a few more rentals before the end of the year, or you're going to pay 150,000 in taxes, like mm. straight out of your pocket. So I was like, okay, what else can I buy? I don't need any more vehicles. Cause if you think about it, people are like always telling you like, buy a car, buy a car. But I just bought a, a brand new car that year. So there's still all the costs that coming with owning a car, the yeah. insurance, the mm -hmm. gas and registration and all that. So I was like, okay, it would be better served to buy a rental property. And one of my friends, uh, she got a deal, but she couldn't close by the end of the year. And the seller wanted to close then. And she said, mm -hmm. look, I would buy this five flex any day, but I just, I can't close by the end of the year. Oh. So you can have this deal. Dang. So that's the beauty of mentorships or networking or getting to know people in the space. Because a lot of times when you build that genuine relationship, mm -hmm. you don't often need something from you. Right? Yeah. They're not always looking like, oh, I got to make money off this person. It's just like, yeah. okay, we'll do your favor. Or if this doesn't work for me, I genuinely want somebody to get it that I know. Yeah. I think we need to talk about that on stage tomorrow. But um, okay, what other deals do you have? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're making me think. Okay, um, so the Colorado deal. Um, oh, in Vegas. 
So currently uh-huh. I have a midterm rental in Vegas uh-huh. that we're furnishing and we're going to start renting out the first of this upcoming month. Mm. We have a, a fix and flip, a luxury one of mm-hmm. five, listed at a, un, a little under 1.6 million. Mm-hmm. And then we just sold uh, one of our fi- fix and flips here for, I think, about 850, mm-hmm. 850,000. And then you also have an RV park that you're working Oh, yeah. On. Okay. So, <laughs> getting, this is the beauty of Jesus partnership. Jesus Christ. We don't have all day, Sasha. Okay, okay. Well, what? Yeah. Well, I didn't know how fast you want me to go or what exactly you want me to point out. But yeah, so I do also joint venture with people. I bought in a 15-unit office building a few months ago with what? one of my <laughs> one of our partners. And it's a, actually a hybrid deal. So, it's seller finance and a subject to. So, we took over his existing commercial loan. And then we're also paying him. Um, he's our seller financing the down payment. So we're making monthly payments for that as mm. well. Mm-hmm. And I also partnered on an RV park, which I'm 45% equity owner in. We got an SBA loan. It's a 13 acre, 45 pad site that we're also going to put 15 glamping tents on and do a camp store and have mm-hmm. other streams of income. So mm-hmm. Definitely like to diversify. Yeah. How do you do all this stuff? (laughs) Well, it's through partnerships and people bring me deals and I kind of analyze it with them and ask them what they need. Right. Because a lot of times when people bring you stuff, they need something. And so for them, they didn't qualify using their um, using. And so for them, they didn't qualify using their portfolio, their existing portfolio or their net worth. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times in these bigger commercial deals or these SBA loans, Mm -hmm. you have to have a certain amount of net worth in order to buy these bigger projects. So they brought me on for that. And then also to help with the um, down payment that was needed as well. Got it. Mm -hmm. What about like... So there's a lot of trust. I mean, you mm-hmm. there's these people that you meet, right? You don't really know. Um, we got to know each other, but they already had 10 Airbnbs in that area. So they were very confident in it. They just had it done. Like we purchased it around, I think, $1.8 million. So mm-hmm. they were just a little hesitant and then they didn't have the backing as well. So mm-hmm. once I looked at the numbers, the husband buys and sells Napa stores. Mm-hmm. So he knows what it's. He knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. They were successful in the area. So it was just a matter of doing this brand new asset and this project. And it is a little bit of risk because none of us really have experience in it. But we got a contractor that lived in the lot right next door. And Mm -hmm. he's been contracting for 30 years. So he's on the project as well. We actually gave him 5% equity. So this is a tip for people too, is if, if you are working or want a contractor to be on board, you give them a little bit of equity, especially on these bigger deals, they're more than likely to do stick to a schedule and stick to a budget and a timeline because mm. they're also part owner. Got it. So it's crazy to hear you say all this. I'm not going to lie. Like literally <laughs> I still see you as almost like a beginner. Cause I, I feel like a beginner. You, yeah. I just started in 2019. <laughs> yeah. So Man, it's so crazy. It's like so much to unpack, but like, how do you have time to focus on all these things? I don't. And that's why I'm, (laughs) (laughs) that's why I'm constantly thinking about work because I'm constantly having to pivot into not only different asset classes, but different strategies Mm -hmm. and different partners. Right. Yeah. Different people. Yeah. Teams. But I mean, I love it. So. Mm. Interesting. You are, you are probably, what was your predictive index? Do you remember? Um, I forget. I I haven't taken it in a while, so I don't know. I, I want to take it after this. So yeah, I yeah. I, I have the results, but I don't know what you are. But for me, 
I I like to do the opposite. I like to do one thing and just do it as many times as possible and optimize it and and work as least possible. Right. And you do the opposite. You're like doing all the things, which mm-hmm. is super interesting. So It is. Well, and the so the key thing to think about too with anybody, right? When they get shiny object syndrome or they see people doing all this stuff, it's like I seem like I'm doing all these different things, which I am, but also I'm concentrating on one role. My role is to raise capital in mm. the apartment buildings, in the RV park, mm-hmm. you know, with the fixed and flips, mm. with my, re- well, my rentals are some of on my own, but my main goal is to raise money to get the deal done. Got it. So regardless of what asset class or strategy, it's kind of the same thing. Mm. 